0: We're going to be opening our Bibles to Matthew chapter 19. We're going to be reading verses 13 and 14. This happens to be one of my favorite passages in the scriptures, and it shows how much Jesus loves our children. Matthew chapter 19, verse, verses 13 and 14. The people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven brings to such as these. Lord Jesus, I, I, like I said, Father, this is my favorite verse, passage in the Bible, because it shows us as adults how much you love our children. I pray, Father God, right now that you would just bless the reading of our word and bless our learning about you, in Jesus' name, amen. You may have a seat. Like I said, this is a favorite because as adults, we have a tendency of saying, we're going to church and we will put the kids in the basement. They'll learn what they learn about the Bible too. But Jesus wants our children with us. He, once, he was an adult, he was, he was in his 30s. He said, bring them to me, don't hinder them. And for the young ones in here, the word hinder, it means don't block them. If, if I was to have a child say, come here, come here, come here, and, the, and an adult sees a kid run to me and they say, don't run. That's hindering them to come and hear the word of God. Yes, the children shouldn't be running like in certain places in the church, but don't hinder them, don't stop them from learning God's word. Throughout the scriptures, it's not just in the New Testament, throughout the scriptures we learn that how much God loves children. Example, Moses was put in a basket because God loved him. Moses grew up and he went back to Egypt to get the Israelites out. The very last plague we learn about the Passover. The Passover was to be taught to the next generation. So if you haven't noticed, I'm going to be talking about the next generation. God told them, teach the next generation how I brought you out of Egypt. He said to Moses when they're in the wilderness, this manna, grab some. And hold it for the next generation so that they know and teach them about the manna. Teach them how I saved you from the wilderness. Teach the next generation how I saved you. Don't hinder them. Don't block them. I know the most of you who have children in here, and your children are babies. Remember when they were learning to crawl? Remember when they were learning to walk? That's the best part. You watch them, and they're like, you know, like stumbling. And Are you going to put the laundry basket in front of them to make them trip? No, you're going to move toys You're going to move the coffee table that always has that sharp edge, you know, that cracks the head open. You're going to move that so it doesn't crack the head open. You're not, you you are encouraging them to walk. If you put that stuff in their way, you're hindering them, you're stopping them, you're putting a maze in front of them, and you don't want to do that. Our children are here, and I love them so much. They're here to learn from us. In the church, we dedicate our babies. We ask you to pray over that child and to teach them. We include the whole church to keep them from being hindered the truth. We don't want to hinder them from learning the truth. Back to school. Kids are going back to school. This is the most, this is when we really need to pray over them. This is when we need to rededicate our children because they are going back into the world after having fun at camp and, you know, summer break, not seeing the the kids at school this is when we need to pour over them the truth of christ take them to jesus that verse that song let me let me have jesus give them jesus give me jesus give them jesus so that when they do go out into the world then they can have jesus and they can share it with friends and teachers about the importance of coming to jesus jesus said let them come to me don't hold them back another example of 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 how much god loves children this is another favorite of mine in the old testament hannah prayed and prayed for a child and what does she do? She, ha- she God grants her this child, and she takes this child, and she gives him back to God. When he was, when Samuel was weaned from Hannah, she said, took him back and said, "Learn, learn about how God saves you. Learn about how God." loves you so then when he grows older he can go to the next generation example david he was the next generation he wasn't an adult he was a child being called by god another passage that i want to talk about is ephesians How, how do we as a church how, how how do what do we need to do as a church to pour into our next generation? In Ephesians chapter five, it says, follow God's example as dearly loved children. And walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering of sacrifice to God. Notice it says, dearly loved children. Children have a spirit of faith that we need to learn from. We need to be and, and that's, this is NIV. If you, re, if you have the New American Standard, it says, be imitators of God. Now, I'm going to have a special guest come up to be with me. And she wants to share with you one of the favorite games for kids' church. Morelli. Morelli. Do you remember when you were in preschool, kindergarten, first grade, or what grade are you going into? Fourth. (laughs) No, fifth. Yeah. (laughs) She's going into the fifth grade. But she still likes to play this. And this is great. Like, we always played Follow the Leader. You love to play Follow the Leader when you're a kid. okay? Well, this is one of their favorite ones. So speak as loud as you can. And it's going to be um, interactive, so everybody here We'll be playing this game. Let's lower this a little bit so you can see. Okay. So, what is the game? Simon says. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Simon says, stand up. Yeah. Simon says, thank God. Praise God. All right. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Simon says, give the person next to you a high five. (laughs) And finally, Simon says, you may have a seat. Thank you, Morelli. I think that's a fun, fun game for the kids to play, but let's talk about what the scripture says about imitating. How do we imitate God? By loving others. We follow Him. We walk in His footsteps. He walks next to us. When we are with our kids, our students, our college students, walk with them. Show them how to imitate God. Be imitators of the one true God, walk in love, walk in faith. Sorry, I get choked up when it comes to the kids. Um, Christ loved us so much that he died on the cross for us. He died for the kids, too, we need to remember that. And he rose from the dead to save us. He's the reason why we're here today. As parents, as teachers, as pastors, reach out to them, love these kids, love our students. Don't hinder them. I, I realize that when I'm standing here with the kids and I see them, I want to give them Jesus. I want to give you Jesus I want Jesus I want you to see Jesus in me again let's be imitators of God let's follow him let's walk in his footsteps We are beloved children. We're children of God. I have um, a challenge for you. I have a question for you. Are you are you walking in love? Are you showing? Each other, not just the kids. Are you showing each other that Jesus is here? Is he shining through you? Are you hindering the children? And these can be, and not just the children, the little children here that are physically right here. I'm talking about baby Christians, too. Are you showing the baby Christians that Jesus is here? Are you giving him giving them Jesus or are you hindering them from walking? Are you putting something in front of the children to make them stumble? Or are you walking side by side with them and say, hey, let's do this? We have a lot of people going back to school, and, and, and not just the students and kids. Well, I mean, I'm talking, we've got kids, our students going to college, starting college, returning to college. We've got teachers in here. We've got administrators in here. They're all going back to school. When you go back to school, and I'm talking to the kids as well, when you go back to school, make sure you have Jesus with you when you walk through those doors into that world. Whether it is a Christian school or a secular school, whether it's a Christian college or a secular college, make sure you have Jesus walking with you when you walk through those doors. Because there may be somebody next to you that does never, has never heard about Jesus or doesn't understand Jesus. Let's imitate God. Yes, playing Simon Says is fun. Playing Follow the Leader is fun. But following God is a lot better. It's a lot more fun. Following God is so much more than us playing a game up here on the stage or us playing a game in children's church. My challenge to the adults who don't who aren't returning to school. Already been through school you're like sit that done I'm over it. If you work early in the morning, I remember uh, driving to work in the morning and I would see the children and the in the high school students walking to school or walking to the school bus pray over those kids while you're driving and passing them yes we're going to pray for our children here but you pray for the children who are walking to school they may need jesus What about the school bus drivers? When you see a school bus and it's in front of you, you're like, oh my goodness, hurry up. I'm going to be late for work. Pray for that school bus driver. He's probably got 15 kids on there and is probably driving him nuts or her nuts. Pray for him. He may need Jesus. Pray for his safety, because there's a lot of little souls inside that bus. Today we're going to have the the kids and anybody who's returning to um, school. We're going to have them come over up, and and we're going to pray over them. Come on up. The very the the fifteenth verse of Matthew nineteen. It says and Jesus and he Jesus placed his hands on the heads on their heads and blessed them before he left. Now here's Jesus he's he's teaching the the adults about how much he loves the children and the whole reason why the parents and guardians brought the children up was so that he would bless them. So today what I'm going to have to have you guys do I'm right now going to pro, uh, pro, I'm right now going to call up our board members and their spouses and carly and they're going to pray over anyone who's returning to school those of you who are sitting in the congregation i'd love for you to join in our prayer for our children Our students, our teachers, our administrators, anybody that goes to school, pray over them. We want to pray for them to have Jesus in this world.